sometimes I've seen bylaws that include things like um, uh, members can submit a proxy for the AGM via facsimile. So, you know, fax machine. So obviously that technology is outdated. So why even refer to that? So there's a lot of things, a lot of terms that are out of date that need to be looked at. There can even be situations where um, maybe the world has changed and, and they've actually had to make some changes in the way that they operate. Mm -hmm. So uh, it makes sense to look at your bylaws every few years and just make sure that, you know, nomenclature is consistent, it's up to date. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Strategic Nonprofit Podcast. I'm your host, Tristan McIver, and today we're going to be looking at bylaws. More specifically, what they are and how they help to govern your organization. We all know those dusty documents that you keep in a binder on a shelf somewhere in the office. But all kidding aside, bylaws are critical and every organization needs to have them. But why do you need them? How do they help us? And how often should we be reviewing them and why? So many questions, so little time. <laughs> I'm glad that we have with us today the CEO of AMC NPO Solutions, Tom Abbott. Welcome to the Strategic Nonprofit Podcast. Tom, it is great to have you here. Why, thank you for having me, Trista. I'm excited to talk about all things bylaws. Yeah, so Tom, what are bylaws and what purpose do mm. they play in a nonprofit organization? Well, they play a very important role. So let me start first with well, what exactly are bylaws. So bylaws are those long documents that you would typically have for your not-for-profit organization that essentially outline the general operational rules. What are the rules? How do we actually conduct ourselves day to day in this association? Things like categories of membership, maybe the rules for how board meetings should be um, um, handled, uh, AGMs as well, terms of office for board members. All of these types of things would be included within your bylaws. And why is it important to review your bylaws? Well, I mean, over time, sometimes your bylaws end up being um, out of date. I mean, I've seen oh. bylaws that have terms that are, you know, from the dark ages. So they're referring to everyone as he, for example. Oh, right. yeah. um, and then some people do an update and they go, okay, he slash she. And it's like, okay, well, we don't need to have he, she. Why don't we just say, you know, they, for example. So you want to be updating terminology. Sometimes I've seen bylaws that include things like... Um, uh, members can submit a proxy for the AGM via facsimile. So, you know, fax machine. So obviously that technology is outdated. So why even refer to that? So there's a lot of things, a lot of terms that are out of date that need to be looked at. There can even be situations where um, maybe the world has changed and, and they've actually had to make some changes in the way that they operate. Mm -hmm. So uh, it makes sense to look at your bylaws every few years and just make sure that, you know, nomenclature is consistent, it's up to date, um, you're not using, you know, only he or he, she, for example, and that you don't have any dated terms that refer to, um, you know, outdated technology, for example. Yes, exactly. And I know a lot of organizations have had to add in, say, meeting virtually, right. opposed to in the location. In person, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. So that, so especially with the whole COVID situation mm -hmm. over the last few mm -hmm. years, we've seen more and more organizations 
need to actually meet virtually for yes. either board yeah. meetings and or AGMs or general meetings. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes their bylaws may not have permitted that. So the bylaws may actually have specifically said meet in person or meet at the association office or meet at a hotel. They've been so specific around how meetings need to be conducted, which is actually not the way to do it. You need to have more of a general approach to just say the board will meet X number of times a year or the AGM you know, mm -hmm. members must meet at the AGM. But what, what does, you don't have to define meeting. Meeting can be live in person and or virtual. It could be a hybrid approach to that. So you wanna make sure that your bylaws allow for such meetings to happen. Right, so how often would you say that you should update your bylaws? How often should you? I'd say you should take a good look at them maybe every two or three years. Mm -hmm. Now it doesn't mean you have to do a major revamp of the bylaws every two or three years and they probably won't need that. But you know, let's be honest, most boards have actually never looked at their bylaws since um, incorporation. <laughs> exactly, right? They haven't looked at them at all. Yeah. In fact, I just had a call the other day with yeah. a group that hadn't looked at their bylaws, I think since 1991. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's a good time to take a look at them. You know, and, and I think every two or three years, just to ensure that they're current, they're up to date. I mean, if there's anything that we learned about um, associations over the last few years, it's yes. that things can change quickly and they, they change dramatically. So I think just having a, you know, a, a pair of eyes, looking at bylaws every three years or so, will just make sure that everything is, is current and up to date. Mm -hmm. So what would be the consequence of having outdated bylaws? Wow, okay, um, mm -hmm. things not getting done. So for example, a call I had just the other day with a group, because they don't have certain things in their bylaws, it actually slows down progress. Mm -hmm. Um, so, for example, in your bylaws, you might even want to have a clause as to, um, you know, any, any items on the agenda have to be put on the agenda 30 days before the AGM, for example. Or we don't accept nominations from the floor, for example, at an AGM. You want to have some clarity around how things will happen, how the AGM will be constituted. In the absence of that, people just make up rules as they go along. And then, of course, meetings take a lot longer, and sometimes they're actually not um, going well. Like, it's not going right. These are not the way that things should go. And there's a lot of disputes, but there's no living, breathing document that we can all refer to and go, here are the rules. Here's how we conduct ourselves as a society. Here's how we conduct our AGM. In the absence of that, you've just got chaos at meetings and a lot of conflict, and no higher authority where you can determine, oh, this is how we govern ourselves. So the consequences to not having updated or accurate bylaws is things just don't get done. They take a lot longer and you actually might find your nonprofit um, not in compliance with let's say the Societies Act, for example. Yeah. Um, so you have to take a look at the Societies Act and just make sure that you know, you're, you're in compliance, you're up to date, that you're handling certain issues, you've got certain clauses included in your bylaws so that you're able to legally um, conduct business. Yeah, exactly. So with a bylaw review, mm. could you explain to us what the process would be and how long would that take? Yeah, I mean, so so typically we get a lot of NPOs that reach out to us that say, can, mm -hmm. can you all do a bylaw review for us? Mm -hmm. So typically the review looks at like an audit. So we'll take the bylaws and we'll just do a, a look through initially and see what's the lay of the land, what's included in those bylaws. And then we're just doing an audit and seeing, are there certain things that are there that shouldn't be there? 
Are there certain things that should be there that are not there? So we, we take note of that. We're also looking at terminology as well. So again, you know, he, she, they, these types of things, you know, are they in there or not in there? We're also looking at uh, nomenclature, consistency of nomenclature or words. Do you say um, associate here and affiliate there, but you mean the same thing? Uh, so we're looking at categories of membership. For one bylaw review that we did recently, I remember looking through and I noticed that there were five categories of membership. Two or three of them seemed very similar and there were some overlapping criteria there. So we made a recommendation, so that would be the next stage, a recommendation that perhaps we merge a couple of categories of membership or just in fact remove one. Right. Or I might have asked, well, how many members do you actually have in that category? And it turns out, oh, we have three. And it's like, okay, so why do we even have that category? Um, you know, things like honorary membership or, you know, so there's, every organization I think needs to look at, do the bylaws as they are now make sense for our organization as it is now? So yeah. typically there's the initial review and audit, we're looking at things, then we make some recommendations, and then some groups ask us to actually make those changes for them in that document, and then we provided to them to submit for um, uh, filing. And then sometimes we just make recommendations and, and get them to take a look at that. And we go back and forth and just explain to them why we made these suggestions. Mm -hmm. And of course, they're free to take them or not take them. Yeah. But the reason why you, know, you engage an external third-party consultant that has expertise in this field is because we've seen hundreds, if not thousands, of bylaws over the last 30 or 40 years. Mm -hmm. So we, we know what should be included in them and really volunteer board members are not experts when it comes to, to governance and, and bylaws. So it really makes sense for them to, to, to look at an external third party that has expertise in this area. So why choose AMC for your bylaw review? For all of the reasons I just mentioned, right? <laughs> you know, really we've got that expertise. Now, yeah. some people ask, well, should we, should we get a lawyer to look at them? Mm, right. Now, yeah. my personal view you know, and we'll just keep it between us here, you know, the whole internet. Um, honestly, bylaws are not legal documents in the sense that they should be reviewed by a lawyer. Um, there are templates provided typically by um, the Registrar of Societies that is a template of, well, th this is what should be included in your bylaws. So that part is the easy part, but you definitely want to work with an external third-party consultant that has expertise in nonprofit governance to look at those bylaws for the, all the areas that I mentioned, all the reasons that I mentioned, and then provide some recommendations and some insights as to what should be included in there. Do they need to be reviewed by a lawyer? Some boards like to do that just to feel like, hey, we've, we've done our due diligence and we've ticked that box. Mm -hmm. Then you're welcome to do that. Um, but many organizations don't have the budgets for that. Lawyers are very expensive. Um, so honestly, the worst thing that can happen when you do a bylaw review, for example, with AMC or anyone else, and we look through the bylaws, we make our recommendations, and then you submit those uh, for filing, mm -hmm. is that they come back with adjustments or revisions and are not accepted. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? We're able to take a look at that, find out the reasons why, make those changes, and then simply resubmit. Mm -hmm. So there's no consequence to not having them reviewed by a lawyer. And that's just my opinion. Absolutely. I've had, I've chatted with a lot of um, organizations that have said, you know, 
we need the lawyer and um, I really appreciate you sharing your your um, expertise on the, on the subject and uh, um, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. Well, it's been my pleasure. Love talking about bylaws. It's a very important topic. I think it's an under um, focused area of governance and I think more boards need to, to spend some time looking at this especially now um, more than ever I think boards need to take a look at you know good governance and make sure they're in compliance with everything and um, you know just work with a group like us you can set it and forget it and just know that it's gonna get done exactly thanks Tom thanks chances are your bylaws are outdated they probably haven't been looked at in years, still reference outdated technology like fax machines. Use the word uh, he throughout and don't reflect the latest provincial and federal requirements. AMC MPO Solutions updates the bylaws of many organizations every year. So you can be sure that we're up to date on the latest requirements regulations and evolutions when it comes to reviewing your bylaws. Ensure your organization operates at a legal, professional, and trusted level by contacting us for a bylaw review today. Simply follow the link in the description or head to AMC MPO Solutions Bylaw Reviews.